0: To Robert Ross, 28th of May, 1897, from After Reading. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Hôtel de la Plage, bonneval Sumer May 28th, 1897. My dear Robbie, this is my first day alone, and of course a very unhappy one i begin to realize my terrible position of isolation and i have been rebellious and bitter of heart all day is it not sad i thought i was accepting everything so well and so simply and i have had moods of rage passing over my nature like gusts of bitter wind or storm spoiling the sweet corn or blasting the young shoots i found a little chapel full of the most fantastic saints—so ugly and gothic, and painted quite gaudily, some of them with smiles curved to a rictus almost, like primitive things—but they all seemed to me to be idols. I laughed with amusement when I saw them. Fortunately, there was a lovely crucifix in a side chapel—not a Jansenist one, but with wide-stretched arms of gold i was pleased at that and wandered then by the cliffs where i fell asleep on the warm coarse brown sea-grass i had hardly any sleep last night blank's letter was in the room and foolishly i had read it again and left it by my bedside my dream was that my mother was speaking to me with some sternness and that she was in trouble i quite see that whenever i am in danger she will in some way warn me for yourself dear robbie i am haunted by the idea that many of those who love you will and do think it selfish of me to allow you and wish you to be with me from time to time but still they might see the difference between your going about with me in my days of gilded infamy my Neronian hours, rich, profligate, cynical, materialistic, and your coming to comfort me, a lonely, dishonoured man, in disgrace and obscurity and poverty. How lacking in imagination they are! If I were rich again, and sought to repeat my former life, I don't think you would care very much to be with me. I think you would regret what I was doing." But now, dear Robbie, you come with the heart of Christ, and you help me intellectually as no one else can or ever could do. You are helping me to save my soul alive—not in the theological sense, but in the plain meaning of the words. For my soul was really dead in the slough of coarse pleasures. My life was unworthy of an artist. You can heal me and help me. No other friend have I now in this beautiful world. I want no other. Yet I am distressed to think that I shall be looked on as careless of your own welfare and indifferent to your own good. You are made to help me. I weep with sorrow when I think how much I need help, but I weep with joy when I think I have you to give it to me i do hope to do some work in these six weeks that when you come i shall be able to read you something i know you love me but i want to have your respect your sincere admiration or rather for that is a word of ill omen your sincere appreciation of my effort to recreate my artistic life but if i have to think that i am harming you all pleasure in your society will be tainted for me with you at any rate i want to be free of any sense of guilt the sense of spoiling another's life dear robbie i couldn't spoil your life by accepting the sweet companionship you offer me from time to time it is not for nothing that i named you in prison saint robert of Phillimore. love can canonize people THE SAINTS ARE THOSE WHO HAVE BEEN MOST LOVED. I MADE ONLY ONE MISTAKE IN PRISON, IN THINGS THAT I WROTE OF YOU, OR TO YOU. MY POEM SHOULD HAVE RUN, WHEN I CAME OUT OF PRISON, YOU MET ME WITH GARMENTS, WITH SPICES, WITH WISE COUNSEL, YOU MET ME WITH LOVE. NOT OTHERS DID IT, BUT YOU. I really laugh when I think how true in detail the lines are. 8.30 I have just received your telegram. A man, bearded, no doubt for purposes of disguise, dashed up on a bicycle, brandishing a blue telegram. I knew it was from you. Well, I am really pleased, and look forward to the paper. I do think it will help i now think i shall write my prison article for the chronicle it is interested in prison reform and the thing would not look an advertisement let me have your opinion i intend to write to massingham reading between the lines of your telegram i seem to discern that you were pleased the telegram was much needed they had offered me serpent for dinner a serpent cut up in an umber-green sauce i explained that i was not a mangeur de serpent and have converted the patron no serpent is now to be served to any guest he grew quite hot over it what a good thing it is that i am an experienced ichthyologist i enclose a lot of letters please put money orders in them and send them off put those addressed to the prison in a larger envelope each of them addressed by yourself if possible legibly they are my debts of honour and i must pay them of course you must read the letters explain to miss meredith that letters addressed to c three three twenty four Haunton street are for you the money is as follows of course it is a great deal but i thought i would have lots here follows a list of the names of ten of his fellow-prisoners at reading to whom he wished small sums of money varying from one pound to three pounds ten shillings to be sent on their release from prison the total amount was twenty two pounds ten shillings the letters must go at once at least those marked how it mounts up but now i have merely they can keep on second thoughts i have sent only one to the prison please be careful not to mix the letters they are all nuanced i want some pens and some red ties the latter for literary purposes of course i wrote to courtney thorpe this morning also to mrs stannard and sent her flowers more forwards me a poem from a love lyric It is absurd. Tardieu has written mysteriously, warning me of dangerous friends in Paris. I hate mystery. It is so obvious. Keep Romica on the war trail. The Figaro announced me bicycling at Dieppe. They always confuse you and me. It really is delightful. I will make no protest. You are the best half of me i am very tired and the rain is coming down you will be glad to hear that i have not been planting cacao in plantain swamps and that lloyd is not now sitting on the veranda nor is fanny looking after the labour boys and that of bell i know nothing so now dear colvin what an awful pen i mean dear robbie good night with all love and affection Yours, Oscar. End of section.